W. Smith will be here just after Fox News at 6. This is the pre-W. Smith Show with Jeff Sloan on 760 WJR. All right, welcome. Welcome to the pre-W. Smith Show. Mark Pastoria, Kristen Kajawa, Brian Morton, the gang's all here. It's a Friday morning, guys. Friday morning. Yeah, Friday. Love it. Listen, listen to how, you know, you just say that, and you guys just spark, <laughs> step right up, jump right in. It's Friday morning. You we're can out certainly of here. Tell. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we love it. Come on, what are you talking about? Listen, it's not only Friday morning. It's the day after the first gubernatorial debate here in the state of Michigan. A couple of takeaways that I had in, uh, of course, there you could hear it live right here on WJR. You know, I was impressed, actually. A couple things uh, jumped out at me, aside from, you know, the political differences, which were clear, vast, and stark. I mean, I'm telling you, on, on political issues, you come down on one side or the other. The rest of it is style points and all the rest. I mean, if you are strong on one side of the issues, the key issues, the big issues, or the other, who you're going to vote for is pretty clear. There's not a lot of middle ground here. But these are candidates, I would say, of extremes. To me, and the debate was as well and made that crystal, crystal clear. I was impressed, interestingly. You know, Gretchen Whitmer is a force to be reckoned with. I mean, you stand in the same room or on the same stage with her. She's a force, that's for sure. We didn't know a lot about how Tudor Dixon would be able to handle that. I thought she was poised, generally. I thought she was articulate. Got her messages across quite well. Of course, uh, Governor Whitmer did as well. No surprise there. But Tudor Dixon was uh, quite quite poised and quite capable in getting her message across to the base, to those who felt that she was on their side of the issues. It was well delivered. I give her high marks on style points, both of them. Uh, you know, they spoke right to their base, stuck to their talking points. I did feel that it got, <laughs> you know, it was, it was uh, I mentioned Governor Whitmer's a force to be reckoned with. It was a little tense at times and a little personal at times. I, I thought it didn't need to go there. But again, these are, candidates of such extremes. You know, I felt that uh, Governor Whitmer talked about Tudor Dixon as someone who would allow, for example, guns to be, you know, running rampant in this country in the hands of the bad guys. I thought that uh, Tudor Dixon painted Whitmer out to be on the issue of gun control, someone who was going to take away all rights to own firearms. Uh, You know, uh, again, extremes, really extremes. Same on the issue of abortion, obviously. Just very clear and vast differences. Whitmer was going to allow us to be rogue with our decision, making a woman's right to choose. And, of course, Tudor Dixon uh, was extreme on the other side of the equation. So, for me, the key takeaway is Tudor Dixon poised and capable in delivering her message and speaking to her base. And vast differences, clear differences in where these candidates come down. Not a lot of middle ground. If you're voting on issues, the vote will be clear. Okay, that was the debates, guys, for me. I don't, uh, Mark, you've got news for us, too, this morning that's important as well, though. little lighter note, though. <laughs> yes, a little lighter. That was, that was, let me tell you something, that was serious last night. Yeah, very serious. But <laughs> I mean, uh, let's get to happy times here. And, uh, yeah, tomorrow is a national American holiday. And some of you know or some of you may have forgotten, we, we celebrate Sweetest Day. Aww. And so what is Sweetest Day? What and, is it? Uh, why, uh, why do we Mark, celebrate Mark, it, we uh, ask ourselves? <laughs> First, I have to jump in, Mark. Yeah. I'm really impressed. I mean, I knew 
you knew a lot about baseball. I knew you're our expert on with all your history in the entertainment world. Look at this, Mark Pastoria stepping up, a romantic at heart. Well, I had to, I had to look it up to see why why do we celebrate this day? You looked right? it up. I thought it was a marketing ploy. Maybe the retailers want to make some more money. So it, it's both. Um, now, now, see, look, Mark's coming at this with his leading with his romantic heart, clearly, which who knew? But I love that. I do. Well, I met my wife on Sweetest Day, so uh-huh. it has a little special meaning to me. Oh. So. But anyway, and you remember, it started out as a marketing ploy back in 1916. Uh, the National Confectioners Association realized sales were down around the holidays, so they decided, let's come up with something. They came up with Candy Day. Oh. Yeah. And the people didn't really react to it, they, uh, they weren't buying into it. So a few years went by, and they decided to change it to Sweetest Day. Still, nobody was really doing anything about it. And then uh, one of the candy employees, Herbert Birch Kingston in Cleveland, Ohio, decided he was going to do something for homeless people and people that were orphans and people that were confined to their homes. And he decided he would bring gifts and candy and kind of caught on. And this guy was a great philanthropist, and, and, and it carried on for many years. And while it was uh, prevalent in the uh, Great Lakes region, it's now become a national holiday. And uh, so wow. tomorrow go out and do What's, something for somebody you care about. You know, I, like I, I love that, too. And you, you did leave with your heart when you talked about uh, the, the holiday coming up. Now, l- let me ask you this, though. Or let me make this statement. I am a little dubious on holidays like this because it does have behind it all this kind of pressure to go out and spend and spend on stuff that, like, for example, on Valentine's Day, and I don't know the exact differences between the two holidays, but there's pressure to either do the candy or the flowers. Now, you know, those who get extra points go out and do something unique. But I don't know. I, I'm, I guess uh, coming from my background, looking at things from a business perspective, you know, I always tend to think that this is all driven by... Uh, I mean, I, you should be recognizing your sweetest every day, right? Right. Mark, we Especially know you do. today. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, it's a beautiful holiday and a uh, good opportunity to make a statement, right? Another holiday worth mentioning before we run to a break. We're going to do that right now. Before we go, National Bosses Day, you guys. All celebrated right. on oh. October. <laughs> We're giving you October. the day off, so, Jeff. So, yeah. so, Kristen, I wanted to yeah. say happy Bosses Day. Oh, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> She is the boss. <laughs> right. <laughs> Great. Uh, happy Bosses Day. Celebrated every year on October. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, you know what? Save half, save half the candy. For Sweetest Day, just put in a little thing and put a bow on it and bring it in on National Boss. Listen, National Perfect. Bosses Day will be on Sunday this year. October 16th is when it's celebrated every year. But if on a weekend day, it's the closest uh, business day, so that'll be Monday. Great. So remember. So okay, we got the day Monday. off. There you- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. or at least All Christmas. right. All right. There we go. Out to a break right here on the Pre-W Smith Show.